He on the grass with Scotty Pippen his whole life. Good, bro. Because when he met him at a Bulls game one time, Scotty Pippen brushed him off. Yeah. So it's like, I'm doing it to be a ball, man. Celebrities like obligated to like is that an obligation? Because it's not an obligation. It's not an obligation. Like us, like us, all of us. We got a podcast right now. We on YouTube. We on we on IG. I don't like say say somebody seen us. Say y'all got a video to a million people. I mean a million people know who you are. Right. You know what I mean? A million people can know who you is. They're seen. They ain't just gonna run down on you and be like, damn, that's my nigga, they got a dope podcast. Right. They'll probably stand up and be like, not right. home and all. It'd be, it be like, but see, like we did it, we went to the club the other day. Like, nigga probably really wanted to fuck with us the whole night. And we was we was chilling because we was on the east side. We was at some little, like, my, that's some little hood shit. And niggas probably wanted to say something, nigga, wait till we came out. And nigga, instead of nigga walking up to us and saying, like, well, that's nigga from Fat Nash Podcast, he just like, he stood off with his nigga and shit was like, Hey, that brother from Fat Nash Podcast. But you like, know what that is? Parents, you know, they raised kids, they don't really like it. How do you guys feel about the phrase? Pound Town? Pound Town. Have you ever been to Pound Town? Yes. That's the question. Have you ever been to Pound Town? Yes. Who has been to Pound Town? Welcome to Pound Town, and I'm your host, Roy. You know what I'm saying? You can start using it. Yes. Because they did his. His name Quentin Friendly. He just worked with me, but okay. he do a lot of stuff around the mountain been here a while. Okay. So. <laughs> My face look okay. Huh? I don't look like I'm sweating or anything. Oh no. Why don't say? Yeah, you already know, man. This fat nasty podcast, and I want half of the belly gang boys. Let me put my belly on your butt, you man. We in full effect, man. We in the unspoken podcast. That's man. right. So you go tap in, man. Subscribe, man. Repost. Tell like, a friend. Comment, tell a friend. Everything. You already know. Hey, Naja. Did too hard, bruh. Nigel, shout out to everybody here. Shout out Unspoken. We in the A. Are we talking to y'all? We having a conversation. Um, y'all having a conversation. So when you're talking, that's your camera. If you're talking, that's your camera. So yeah, just talk to each other. Yeah, y'all. If you got like something that you want to say, like this is my camera, so this is always your camera. Okay, okay, for sure. But we speaking amongst each yeah, other. Yeah, we're speaking amongst each other. All right. And we just bouncing back and forth. Okay. So the topic is generational traumas. Generational trauma. Generational trauma. What generational traumas or curses need to be broken? I'll say, uh, that's a good question. Well, like I always tell my cousin, man, I feel like I um I had the cheat code for that because I grew up with both of my parents. So, you know, generational trauma sometimes that people like, oh man, my dad wasn't around and stuff like that. Yeah. So I can say that I had the cheat code. My mom and my dad was in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, my father, me, actually, I told I told this on our podcast. Um, me and my dad never had an argument before. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's really so we, hard. We ain't never had no 
no physical fallout or like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I niggas get into it, like, yeah, nigga, I just got into it with my dad. Fuck that nigga. Da, 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 da. Me and my dad ain't never been there before, so. But with me becoming the father, I try to break that generational curse. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, be in my daughter's life. Like, have her come up with two parents, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like that's needed. I don't feel like you just need one parent. I feel like you need both. Yeah. So, you know. Like, people have a hard time healing from their past life or what their parents taught them mm-hmm. was okay and what, what was not. Like, People have trauma in their childhood from their upbringing that they can't release because of what they was taught when they was young. Mm. So like, being honest, it's a difference between getting a whooping and getting beaten. Mm. Like, my real shit. people, that's that's traumatizing. Like, that makes me not even want to whoop my kids when I, like, hell no, I find a, di- a different way to discipline them. That's, sometimes I need to ask you though. No, but, but sometimes people get beaten whole time. You just thinking it's a whooping, yeah. and it's not like yeah. that go, shit go don't be too cool. Far. Yeah, there's no lesson behind it. No lessons behind it. Because like, what have you, what have you, what have you taught them besides beating their ass and leaving leaving wets on them and bruises and shit? Where's the discipline coming in? I don't think we have as many um, family reunions as much as we used to. Yeah, I mean, because we just had our first one in Pittsburgh um, about three years ago, right, like a little right after the COVID. And I was like, our literally our first one. So to me, I thought that was pretty good because we don't see that as much no more. Back in the day, in the 90s, used to see people with all the different color shirts and everything like that. And you don't see that as much and not just because of COVID, but I think we just don't do it as much because some families are just really disconnected. I don't know. I, I wouldn't necessarily say that I'm privy to any any generational traumas of my own. However, I do think um, in the black community, I would say probably one of the biggest generational traumas could possibly be that <clears throat> black men cannot necessarily show their emotions. And if they show their emotions, they're weak which I feel has transcended into now the, the modern guy that we see now. Emotions, it makes them less of a man. When in actuality, it makes you very aware of what you're feeling and a more consonant, ooh, let me not use that before we get to trying to be big words, but more of a um, emotionally healthy man that you should when you, when you of this age. Yeah. You know, they uh, we always had like, I don't know, I guess it's like the black culture. Y'all remember like growing up, it was like, go to school, get a degree, and then you're gonna have the best job in the world, and then you're gonna, and that shit don't happen like that. You go to school, get a degree, and you be fucked up. Yeah. And you have to figure you it out. Owe some money. Yeah. Owe somebody. Yeah, nah, that's one of the biggest ones, especially in the black culture as far as two-parent households, mm-hmm. just as far as not even, it, it's so many different dynamics of it, like as far as, with men and women, just how to how to treat a woman, how to be a man, mm-hmm. um, how to carry yourself, whether with a woman, how to be loved from a man, whether you had either you was just with your mother or your father. I was raised by just my mom, you know what I'm right. saying? So with that, it's like, and knowing she was a breadwinner and always like, my attraction or a certain type of woman, it's like, this is what I know of a woman. So it's like, what I do only complements what you have on her. Like, yo, you really right. gotta be, you know what I'm saying? Cause I seen that and with all boys, you know what I'm saying? Right. And when you growing up, you, you you be like, cause I had resentment to my father, you feel me? Right. Not understanding what really was until I became a father, you feel right. me? So it was like once I had a child, now it's like, oh, I get it. Like, damn, you don't really be understanding as kids. Like, damn, why my, you pretty much like, well, my dad fuck that, around. yeah, fuck that nigga. I, I hated my dad all the way up until 
really until he passed. Rest in peace. It was right. like, I ain't have no love for him, you feel me, right. until after. And I'm hearing stories from individuals around and they like, yo, listen, your dad was so-and-so, this and this and this and happened, but in the era where he was at, certain things you had to indulge in to even be considered that person cool was like he just was a victim of it come break it and you don't understand that as a kid until you in that position to be like damn like it was real you know what i'm saying so i agree but like one way i look at it is like what if the families are disconnected because like those generational traumas have been broken like i might not want to be exposed to like what I used to go around all the time as a kid or see what I've seen because like mm. the status may be broken. And I always feel like, I just feel like for me, one thing about generational traumas is like, you can you can take the steps mm -hmm. to like try and break them. But I always feel like generational traumas happen like a generation before. Yeah. Like, I feel like looking at like, certain scenarios with families mm -hmm. kids that i've yeah. worked with in the past because i've coached yeah. and stuff like that like life might not look the same for them as mm -hmm. it did for their parents but i can tell about things that they've done by being exposed to more like that when they have kids yeah. like okay yeah like they might not have the breakthrough yeah but they've seen what needs to be done to get us out of here so i feel like a lot of people go through like certain things as adults to try and break generational trauma. So come from naming that though, like, um, just recognizing stuff. Like, I feel like, I feel like, I don't have any kids, but I feel like parents, when they raise kids, they don't really like tell them everything. Yeah. Because they don't want to have to feel like I have to answer to my child. You know what I'm saying? Or they feel like they want to keep them out because they feel like they don't, they're not old enough to understand. understand but but, but kids peak game. Like, oh, yeah. they smart. They they, they they watch you. They watch your mannerisms. They watch how you talk. They yeah. watch how you interact with people. They they watch if, if a whole bunch of niggas coming through their mama crib. Like, they know. Right. Like, they see that. Like, and I feel like the generation of traumas is like the things that's like not talked about. The that's left that's just, unsaid. That's let unsaid, right. And things that they might have been questioning their whole life, but they were too scared to ask their mama about it because they might get their ass beat or, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Or they don't feel like they can be able to uh, properly communicate with their parents or whatever, like whoever they're raised by. And a lot of times I feel like general traumas and stuff that's, like you said, stuff that's unheard, that's building up. You know what I'm saying? And, mm -hmm. and you don't really realize or understand how to communicate until you get older. Old enough to understand. I agree with you. I think you're right. I think that, it's a really good point because I never really thought about that. But yeah, I think that that has affected the black household, mm -hmm. I think, like in so many different ways. Mm -hmm. And I think because black men sometimes aren't as emotionally intelligent as their counterparts, I think that just caused unnecessary rifts in the household. In I general. agree. So yeah, I really do hate that for us. And I also feel like, to piggyback off that, I think that black women, like, because I think one another trauma would be like black women and how we have to be head of household. Like, mm -hmm. I think that it's made push the narrative of like the angry black woman black women are strong even to the point where they feel like we don't feel pain the same as other people because we've got to be so masculine right and i hate that and yeah so, yeah i think that's just been passed down like literally since the beginning of whatever like, right yeah so right it sucks. what trauma stem from growing up in a black family Ooh. or black culture period right like for me generational curses like the sisters don't get along okay so i mean okay. 
that's the top that's the top thing i don't know why it don't but we finally come into common grounds and finally understanding on sisters at home sisters as far as like like brothers sisters like sisters like sisters like sisters oh, like okay. aunties okay. my mom yeah, yeah, my grandma her sister yeah, yeah, me and my sister okay. my cousin her yeah. sister okay. and single you? black moms making their sons their husband Ooh. or in that's the right. role as being a husband and that's universal i can't even just say yeah. With black women, because I've seen it. In, well, actually, I've seen it on TLC. My bad. I ain't seen it real. <laughs> but yeah, like yeah. that's actually. Crazy. And I think that a lot of times that kind of goes into relationships, which can yeah. can create a rift. Really? In how the relationship. Tell me how. So I would say, like for instance, <clears throat> black moms or moms, but we'll say black. Whatever, okay, yeah. black moms that make their sons mm -hmm. their their husbands per se tend to be very sheltering in their son's life and who they're dating. They become very territorial. They too much in your business. Everything that everything that you talk to your mom about, there's no boundary. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you don't learn that some things aren't really necessarily made for your mom to to know about your relationship with your old lady. And then a lot of times what you may talk to your mom in confidence with, she may come in and bring that energy to your yeah. significant other. So yeah. I think like it can you you're so busy trying to please your mom and your wife at the same i mean mom and your girl at the same time it can cause you know like yeah. that little topic about yeah. who's sitting in the front seat your mama or yeah, your, or your that's, wife that's type shit. it's emotional incest yeah is what it is Ooh, that's yeah. that's deep that's the right that's the word ain't that's what it's it. emotional yeah. incest it is emotional incest it's like girl you got daddy issues you don't know how to pick the right man so you feel like you want to create the right man mm -hmm. based on what you think he should be like mm -hmm. and you're it's like you're limiting his experience because you it's almost like living vicariously through your son your, and, yeah and and it's weird yeah, yeah. we gotta stop that oh yeah. you speaking personally yeah okay i got you i got so it'd be yeah. like damn they just can't get along that's a generational curse mm -hmm. right there but we finally found common grounds communication mm -hmm. communication is everything if you can communicate something you can express yourself in your term your term your matter how you feel i feel like that's the key to everything once you find a way to communicate of how you feel and express yourself you gotta be like communication communication is definitely key right you know what i'm saying being able to talk to your person or your significant other or if it's not dumb there's no wrong with therapy or just having somebody to talk to period or whatever right. your wife said just go get that shit up off that's see i thought see i always thought like it it was always told that you know black men can't show their um can express like their emotional side of feelings that because I feel like a lot of men don't like therapy, you know, and that that's goes, that's, one. that's, yeah, that's a deep one. I don't know if you want to go there, but you know what I mean? But that's, that's another thing with the generation, like people, black people feel like they can't talk, you know, like have a therapist or something. They feel like, oh, no, nah, I ain't ready they to do feel it. like you crazy. Yeah. When everybody's crazy, crazy though. Yeah, yeah. Like, yo, you all a little crazy. Like, yo, it's okay. Right. Like accepting and accountability of knowing like, it's not like, oh, I'm just a crazy, I'm insane, but certain, sh it's triggers. Like, yeah, this can drive me to this space. So it's like, yo, right. understand my space, understand my, understand what does that, and be able to talk, to be like, okay, yeah, that do make me a little crazy. Crazy is cool sometimes, because you need to see that. So if you don't see that you got something like, yo, that edge, and then you 10 years down the line, and something break on you, like, Oh, this nigga oh, this crazy. <laughs> this nigga <laughs> crazy deranged. This nigga like that whole crazy deranged. That's a deep one, but I will say that is one of them. But 
that stems, that's, that follows all the way up into the relationship, how you treat a woman, what you've been through, how you treat your mom. Um, I've, I'm sure we've all heard like the way you treat your mom is yeah. how you treat your woman. I mean, I believe that could be, I believe that's true to a degree, yeah. depending on how you were raised. Some people was raised by auntie, grandma, but I really do believe that how you were raised, it goes back to what we were saying earlier, it shows up in your relationships. It really does. And I mean, and not just men, but women. Yeah. And I, I'll start with me. It showed up with me a little bit being a single, uh, growing up with a single mom. Mm -hmm. I think I was a little strong in my marriage, mm -hmm. you know, so there's little things you look back on now that I'm, now that I'm a little bit more mature, I can look back and say, oh, I got this. Yeah, them general generational curses is real, and it's like, and it's a lot of them. Yeah, so it's so them. many, cause, and they go on for so long, because so people are so them. used to a certain system. And what I like to tap on with that, it'd be like, when people say, um, how is it like, yo, with having kids, I like to use with having kids, because like, yo, you could have uh, one kid, or you have 10 kids, it's no blueprint to raising a kid or right. a child, like, every experience is different, you know what I'm saying? Life, people though, get caught I don't mean to cut you off, but life. Like, yeah. no, you, I'm not going to live my life how you're going to live your life. Mm -hmm. So I can't tell you how to live your life. You're going to have to or figure to it out. Yeah, it's yeah. like, yo, every every joint is a test. It's a right. trial. And you got to understand and accept that, like, yo, I can't sit here. Because we can have similar situations going on at home, right? But the way you handle or your perspective or how you take that situation may be different. You can listen to how I say, and it worked for me. But that ain't necessarily going to work for you. And then you go and try to apply that. And then say you apply it or what you heard from me and it go left. Now you like, man, listen to this nigga Rich, man. I should have just did what I did. Now you feeling like, man, that, I knew I should have like, right. well, just go your way. It's like, it ain't no right or wrong way to do what you do as a parent. It's like, yo, this shit is an experience every trip. Like, cause yeah. every child ain't the same. It's like, they come into this world as who they are. It's like, okay, they not the same. You know right. what I'm saying? You could try to instill this shit in every child. They might have certain morals or principles, but every person sees a shit a different way. Like I could look at a picture and say, okay, I see this and this and this on this picture. And right. you tell me, well, I don't see nothing but a flower or whatever right. the case is, right. you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's perspective. And you gotta respect everybody's perspective, you know what I'm saying? And be open to respect that shit. If you just right. stuck into way, lot, that's a generational thing, being stuck in your ways. Like, mm -hmm. that shit gotta stop and end. And it's like, and people sometimes be scared of it to stop because you don't know what's on the other side of stopping. You're so used to it. It may have worked, but it's like, this just ain't my way of making it work. You know what I'm no, saying? Like, I just like, black kids can't just be kids sometimes. Like, no. we gotta be in our parents' business. We know about life, all this, all this. Like, show, lie to us a little bit. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That like, might be, kids, that's another generational you know? yeah. trauma, I guess you could say, like, putting your children in things that your children yes. shouldn't know anything that you have exactly. going on. Like, at some point, there should be a, a, a gate to where yeah. your kids should be able to keep their innocence Absolutely. as children. Absolutely. Your your kids shouldn't be coming through the door wondering if y'all gonna be able to yeah. eat or, you know, um, are the lights gonna be cut off or exactly. is the light bill in your baby name? Oh, oh that part. I mean, like that things part. like that. I think that that does yeah. are, are, I guess, that, I guess looking at it now, when you think about it, there are a lot of traumas that can bring or transcend into relationships. That, you know, can cause trust issues. Yeah, absolutely. You know, all type of things. So, yeah. To the same tune, mm -hmm. I feel like those generational traumas about how you deal with emotion have like kind of screwed like these adult generations. Like Buddy talked about it on like tonight's conversation. Like mm -hmm. 
based on how we're raised as men and not to show y'all emotions, some of the things we go through, like, it'd be a lot. And like, a lot of women look at you as a provider and yeah. things like that. And even the ones that yeah. don't, they got their own stuff. Like, I think he hit the nail on the head. Like, when that man finally does open up to you mentally and emotionally, I done seen a lot of women have that. What the fuck? Oh, yeah. Like, like oh, oh yeah. I ain't mean to. Yeah. But it's like, so like, I feel like, I ain't saying that to say that it's a negative. I feel like based on how, like you can be preconditioned mm. based on generational traumas for generations, generations. This is how you need to handle yourself emotionally. As a man, you don't need to do this. You don't need to do that. And then as a woman, you might be wondering like, hey, why doesn't he do this? Or why don't I like that? You know what I'm saying? But then now everybody's more emotionally intelligent due to what they teach in school, yeah. social media, mm -hmm. the things you learn. And it's like, okay, now we're starting to open up to each other. Cool, that may be the right thing in which you thought you wanted, but now everybody's inexperienced at yeah. what's going on. And it's just leading to a lot of clutter. Especially yeah, yeah. Stop sending your kids to the grocery store soon to make them grocery shop for the whole family. Don't be let them or let yeah. your kids be kids. Let your kids be kids. Like, they can they be, be big brother, big sister, yes. but they ain't gotta raise the kids. Exactly. Too. That's why they be acting like that. And then you wanna be upset about how they acting in their mouth and stuff they be talking about, like you've exposed them too much. And too grown too personally fast. have been overexposed. I have a lot of generational trauma. We'll talk here all day about what I had to be exposed to. And I grew up way too fast. fast yeah. Way too fast. Yeah. I was like, I remember being like six years old, I think my earliest memory, and I felt like an adult. Like I dead felt like my I had such an understanding of what was going on with my mom's drugs. Mm -hmm. It was abuse. There was so much that I was exposed to. I felt like I had real opinions about it. And I mm -hmm. felt like I genuinely understood what was going on because mm -hmm. my parents put me in that position and I shouldn't have been in that position. Yeah. So by the time I was 19 years old, like, baby, I didn't live life. Yeah. Like, I didn't see yeah. more than, than what most of the yeah. people at my age saw. So, yeah. so, yeah, like, it's not cool. Like, and it's a lot. Like, and I think we grow up to have, like, these these issues like i grew up having like issues like emotionally and like yeah. like i was sad and depressed and stuff and i'm like why it's because i'm holding on to all this emotional Emotions. dumping from my mom and yep. trauma from my childhood yep. with nowhere to go. go or nowhere to to lash it out i exactly. mean to, to put to it out there yeah. yeah and i yeah. didn't even know how to yeah. right like yeah. so it's like if you are going to do that with your kids have them in therapy immediately as early as you, you can, can. I, agree. I agree i agree i yeah. agree as a kid you don't get it yeah but like <laughs> <laughs> how black boys are taught to like go after all these women for sure really? <laughs> like what okay Hell okay yeah like everybody want to hit that nephew that's you you want to <laughs> introduce your girl to your, like yeah like you talk to me about like the women and like i just know i just feel like from stuff i've seen and even stuff he talked about in the song that resonated like you're not really you're not really taught from the beginning the value of a woman. You'll experience it and mm. you and it'll happen, but like from the jump, middle school, when they feel like you old enough to start yeah. dating, hey, yeah, go get them, cuz. Oh, oh my Lord, goodness. like they you won't go into the dating pool as a young black male, like, hey, let me, you know what I'm saying, get to know this girl. Let yeah. me man, shit, yeah, it'd be a three-pack of bag uh. outside. Oh, <laughs> You feel like you feel like women really keep it 100 with other women no. in kind of like relationship? No. Why you feel? Elaborate. It depends on the woman. It depends on the conversation. It depends on the topic. It depends. Like, keep it 100 how? Like, period. Like, 
Like even what, friendships. What, 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 were wrong, what were wrong in their relationship with their husband? Or how, how they even like, like, do you feel like your mom like failed you as far as like learning, how, teaching you how to how to treat a man? Or how to like operate with men? No, I don't think my mama, me personally, my mama. I'm just asking that. No. She, nah. Well, I'm, I'm going back to the sisters. Like, okay. Like, do y'all have those talks? Do you yeah. feel like they? We talk. We communicate on you, everything. Do you feel like it's it's helped you, or do you feel like it's certain things that they get from you, or? No, I wouldn't say hell, but me personally, as a female, I feel like that was probably my father's job, but he wasn't there. He could have okay. been. So that that plays a big role as a woman taking in from another man, knowing what you allowing and what you not allowing. Okay. And what you gonna put up with and what you won't put up with. Like my mom ain't tolerating nothing from nobody. No. She gonna close the door quick before she even have to explain herself. Me, I wanna talk. I wanna talk it out. I wanna figure out what 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 went wrong. Why did it go wrong? That uh, goes back to having closure. Like right, right. what was the point of that? It all depends. It's different. But you just gotta know the person. You gotta know who you're talking to, you gotta know who you're dealing with. That comes from mamas, sisters, aunties, grandma, whoever. Everybody is different, everybody not the same. So that plays another role. But trauma is something that you cannot grow if you still have unsaid trauma or trauma that you holding down within your heart. You gotta let that let it go. You gotta let it go because you can't heal from that. Mm -hmm. People got trauma that they can't heal from and they can't figure out why they can't go to the next step in life. Because you hurting you down the side. Or you can't you can't properly function because you're hurting. That's why the healing stage, it, it don't just happen overnight. People mm -hmm. don't realize that. you got It ain't even gotta be a relationship-wise. People got family trauma. Yeah. Like I'm traumatized because of something that happened in my childhood that I cannot let go. Why? Because you haven't faced it. You haven't came to your common grounds, realized what it was, I did, dealt with it, and moved forward from it. So that'd be hard for a lot of people, no matter what it is. A lot of people got unsaid things that they don't talk about. Yeah, think about that. Then they get deep in the root of like, damn, well, why you, this why you like this? Or this, like you really is hurting inside. And then you ain't got nobody to talk to about it. So that, yeah, it, it get deep. It get, it get deep. You know what I'm saying? So like mm -hmm. that too, having both parents, I feel can be a junk. Cause like when you grow up and you used to certain things, when you taught, like, Red is red, blue is blue. It's like mm -hmm. you stick to that. You don't really get outside of, especially if you don't experience right. a lot. You just go into, you just stick into what you right. know. You know what right. I'm saying? And you just carry that on. Not even knowing you carrying it on right. until you find yourself. And the average person don't even really find themselves. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? To know like, all right, I got to switch this up. I got to right. do this and do that. That's what you having your dad for you to be like, when you be telling me that shit, like, yo, I never argue with that. That's fire. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, yo, right. not right. have an argument with your dad over all that, that's different, right. you know what I'm saying? Cause like, I go, the conversation me and my dad has like, nigga, what? <laughs> right, he right. asking shit like, yo, y'all ain't mm. coming to, y'all ain't get me nothing from my, like, nigga, you missed, I don't know how many birthdays, my nigga, like, right. you dead ass? Like, what you talking about, bro? No, I agree. And I feel like now in our generation, I feel like we're a little bit more connected because one, social media. Mm -hmm. So you can reach out to people a little bit more. You may not pick up the phone as much, yeah. but now, you got social media, you got Facebook, Instagram. I mean, sometimes you can not talk to your own best friend for three months, but you'll talk to your own Instagram and not maybe pick and up it, the phone. And or know everything that's yeah, going everything, on. Right. But I also think the counter to that as well, it makes it easier to contact people, but yeah. also like it exposes you to more. It does. You got people giving seminars on how to get bread. Oh yeah. Oh how yeah. To, you know, 
you can learn pretty much anything like and trades. I, everything but i feel like too how we are breaking a lot of stuff is that i feel like social media has a big part believe it or not to help break some of this stuff yeah. you got a lot of people that's on there that's mostly you'll see people with a lot of inspiration of working out mm -hmm. trying to get money trying to, as they say get the bag or whatever like that our some of our generation wasn't exposed to that inspiration so now we got people with podcasts webinars all mm -hmm. type of different genres of life so if you ask me social media is a big complete good platform for us to help break some of that stuff because other people somebody can look at you jeter and say hey you know i, I like how he's working out now or how you know yeah. inspiring the next person so to me that's breaking up all the other stuff that our parents didn't get to do and they weren't privy to any of that stuff exactly. right. or simply me like being the youngest in the household they will probably like try to keep secrets and shit for me until I realize like I'm watching everything that's going on, mm -hmm. taking in, knowing what's right, knowing what's, what's not right, and mm -hmm. learning, learning from that experience. So mm -hmm. people got a lot of trauma that they can't overcome or talk about because they're afraid. They're afraid to use their voice or that they was raised a certain way, a way that their parents taught them that wasn't right. That's why us we're growing up to learn to learn things and unlearn things that wasn't right and another like like generational curse we all need to break i feel like men um man men need to cry sometimes oh, like, men need to sit in the men need to go into their own place and, and let human, that shit out human. Human. like um like i said i'll be like i'll be in the podcast real heavy so i watched brandon marshall so he got like a, he got twins shout out to brandon marshall and i am athlete mm. He got a boy and a girl, they're twins. And he was like, with a, with a girl, like a girl can fall down, you're gonna go brush her off and tell her to get up and all yeah. this. And with a boy, it's like, man, get your ass up, man. You yeah. ain't gonna, man, you ain't gonna be crying and shit crime. like that. Yeah. So it's like, I think that that's, that shit is still the men so much. Men feel like they can't cry. Like they feel like they gotta be tough all the way around the board every day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So when you find that significant other or that woman in your life or that person, whatever that is that's going to be in your life, yeah. you have to be able to open up and have conversations with them. Yeah. Be a, communication be communication. Is key. Yeah, communication You know what I'm key. saying? Because if you can't do that, then you're going to be sitting, like I said, that's a curse because they feel like, oh, man, man run the house, man supposed to be able to hold it on. Nah, you got to sit there and talk to your significant yeah. other. If not, you're going to be fucked up. Yeah. Even yeah. With, just to go back to what you were saying about the black men in the household not being able to... <clears throat> necessarily show their emotions i think that comes with like you said it does bring a rift in the family and even with potentially like they 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 endure so much that they channel and hold in so many things and men can compartmentalize <laughs> men can do that better than women can yeah, yeah. and with that they then kind of like are sweeping things under the rug as they're happening and not realizing that those things need to be talked about and then maybe one day they end up blowing up and the counterpart or the partner is like, uh oh, what happened? Because I missed you. No, you know, I'm man. asking you certain things, asking if you're okay. And it's, I feel like men are so trained to be like, I'm okay, it's gonna get done, it's all good. When in actuality, a lot of times it may not be all good and it may not be okay with, within them, but they just are trained to like keep going. Information being more widespread. Mm -hmm. It's really helping, like, it's showing people resources and avenues to just do more that you probably couldn't do when your parents were that age. And then on top of that, like, I think you just got a lot of people that are coming into the age where now that they also have all those resources mm -hmm. and they have access to all these information, oh, yeah. they're able to see situations where they've right. been shortchanged as adults. Like, oh, especially absolutely. once they 
have that aha moment when they get grown, you be like, okay, so this how life really mm-hmm. worked. But then mm-hmm. I remember my mama doing this. Nah, I'm not doing shit yeah. like that now that I'm grown. Like, Absolutely. <laughs> do you feel like you had some, um, well, do you feel like you had some generational traumas or traumas growing up that you kind of took you a minute to deal with? Yeah, for sure. You want to elaborate or is it too personal? No, it, okay. it get like that. Yeah. Like, I think everybody deal with trauma. Everybody be having stuff going mm-hmm. on. It get real when you can't handle it. Like once you get older and you be able to heal from it and talk about it, then you know that, okay, I can handle it on my set mm-hmm. and form and platform. Like I said, beatings and whoopings and knowing if I'm really getting whooped or if I'm getting beaten or knowing like, is this the right way to discipline me or why you can't talk? Like for me- Is this the only way? That was you asking yourself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it? It's not though. Yeah, it's not. It's not. Right. It, it was more ways to this, but why wasn't I taught that? Or why you couldn't structure this for me to understand it differently? You know what I'm saying? And that's where the generation generation trauma come from. I think that I mean obviously parents, they're kinda doing the best they can they can, but Are they're they? way but they're the base I'm, I'm saying that to say the way that their their view is on on, on, on teaching and discipline is is probably something that they went through as a child. That's another thing. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's like a conversation that you might not have with your parents until you in your twenties and thirties, right. probably. Yeah. Honestly. I don't really like that's that's the hard part. That's, that's kinda, year, but that's years in though. Why did it take that long to get to that point for you to express yourself on how you feel about a certain situation? When do you feel like that that is appropriate? Like as far as like age to be able to tell your child, this is what I've been through and this is why I when they get older enough to finally understand, like what is the pro- proper age? Right before you what they say 18, 16. You you growing up high school. Once you hit high school, um like what's the what's the right age? I wish I wish I would say but for, for for a child to be able to actually take it in and understand it, it's gonna be, I think it's older than eighteen. Yeah. Because they kinda got I think well, I I'm gonna say this. I didn't have no necessary trauma from my, my mom and my dad divorced when I was five. Okay. I didn't have no personal trauma from them getting divorced. Okay. But understanding like reasons why they got divorced or understanding like how women retaliate or act or their views or why my dad did this and didn't do that. Like I'm starting to understand that now in yeah. my thirties yeah. because I'm actually dealing with women. Yep. I'm honestly like thinking about marriage now or trying to find that so now i understand why he made this decision versus when i was 15 i didn't give a damn about the decision or i didn't even want to think about valid, that why time. why it was valid it's just, it's just whatever happened happened and that's what i'm going off of yeah. you know what i'm saying but that takes time though so being being comfortable as a parent to express to my child hey this is my childhood trauma i don't really think that my child would really understand that until they're like until they get older until they get older and then you gotta think about like even like you said when is the perfect time you wanna know it's so crazy because I feel like that just stems from slavery I'm sorry to bring it up but I really do think it stems from like slavery like black men like cause you know you wanted to emasculate black men in front of the whole family and they had to like put on a front like they're good they're fine everything's good and I just kind of like kept being trickled down like even when they're like babies little black boys don't even get to to show any emotion nothing like and it's so crazy it is like it's actually it's it's kind of sad it is kind of sad and then even with you saying about the black woman having those um i think like we said from what the four 40s up until maybe like the 80s the traditional black woman was the woman of the house she cooked clean made sure the kids was fed made sure they went to school got all of their things together and then 
as we are now in the 2000s era, we see that, that sh that's kind of shifting a little bit. The, 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 the norm of a mom or the norm of a woman in the household is completely different now. Yeah. And if she's self-sufficient or she's independent, she's looked at as she's, she's too strong or she can't be, she's too, um, too hard, too, too, she can't be dressed properly or you can't really get through to her because you feel like she can do everything on her own and don't need you in that in yeah that, isn't that know. crazy though because when other races do it it's, it's no problem empowerment yeah like, you know women's rights or whatever and when black women do it it's just like that's what you're supposed to do or like that's what you've been doing yeah hate it for us yeah I'm piggybacking off that too and it's like yo it's crazy we on that with that they um they did an episode prior watching this and mm -hmm. it was like you create a safe space for your partner. Right. You feel me? It's like, yo, you have to be comfortable to right. want to talk about that. Cause right. a lot of times with men, if you come in and you being somewhat soft or you right. vulnerable, the ad, certain women may not look at it the same as versus being like, okay, yeah, I'm speaking to you cause right. I just want to let you know how I feel. My right. perspective was, it's like you come off a way some women like nowadays like, oh, this nigga soft or right. this bitch, this nigga uh, crying you get, or this. You get like, better at it. Like yeah, I said, and that's, that get weak. So it'd be right. like, you be in a space like, man, I ain't even about to come talk to you about that. But right. then you walking around with your energy and feeling it and she's sensing it, but then right. you can't even really talk. talk to her. So it's like, that energy itself is like. Yeah. And that's yeah, crazy because that's what I'm getting better with. Like anything go on, now I'm trying to. Talk about it. Talk about it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Instead of coming in the house and holding that shit in, trying to carry that load sometimes, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? That shit throw the friction off, you yeah. know what I'm saying? With just every, with life, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Because if you can't get that shit off, then it's just building up, building yeah, up. Especially coming then to you your crib, you gotta have, that got to be, when you come That's to your sanctuary. Yeah, it's like, yo, knowing what, what you deal with. Every day. Every day, the amount of energy and people, like right. that's that's real shit. Like, especially, you know, I'm big on that energy shit. Like, if people can rub off on you, if that coming, you bring that into your home, right. and you act the way, and you can't, like let loose and talk to your person and be like yo this how my day went daughter and let that go bro that shit could build and you now you find yourself arguing or snapping or being away right. and it's for no reason you know what i'm saying and that that caused problems too i think about like even like you said when is the perfect time you got to think about after high school they ready for the real world mm -hmm. so you got to be able to prepare them for the life that's to come right. but it's like who taught you if you don't know that's so why I feel like parents, they do the best that they can. At the time, we, we feel like we don't know why, but it's because like they're learning. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's they're learning, learning too, though. It's we gotta be, a, we got, I think when, when kids understand that their parents didn't have it figured out, yeah. then a lot of the things would be more understanding. And then they start to figure it out. Then they start to figure it out. And but, even parents, they start to unlearn things and learn it the right way. And, and that's okay if your child have to tell you like, look, this ain't right, or handle me with care with such in this order or this form. I think a little small stuff like that, you kind of can learn that aspect yeah. of it. Like growing up teenage, high school, college. Cause it's like, I know like, hey, my, my daughter, she she don't like this. She ain't gonna go for that. She ain't gonna, she ain't gonna like this. So this is and how I gotta talk to her. Learning your child. Learning your child. Well, I'll say this too. Every person comes from different walks of life and dating. Mm -hmm. When you, you know, we were just having this conversation a little bit earlier. As you get older, when you're the age between 38 and up, you're starting to deal with people who have children at this point, some marriage, some divorces. Life has, life been lifing. Yeah. You know, life been lifing to some people, right? But I will say, that's how you, you start navigating through a lot of those relationships. Um, 
you meet different people, you meet them where they're, as you hurt, meet them where they're at and yeah. stuff like that. And I can honestly say that depending on who you date, some people, you know, they'll express how they feel. They'll express, some keep it in, some will express how they feel. Um, and I do feel like some men are express, no, they're actually scared to express it yeah. because they feel like that's too vulnerable or I'm showed as weak. And, you know, as some women, I'm not gonna say all, but a lot of women like a man to show their emotions. You know, we don't want no, I'll speak for me, I don't want no man to just sweep it under the rug. You know, I mean, I, I want you to talk to me. Happy. You know what I mean? Talk to me. Happy. Because that's how we're gonna get, that's, I, honestly, that's how we're gonna get through it. We gotta talk it out. And this goes back to the question of, you know, the traumas. Yeah. We have to talk it out. If we're not talking it out, it's not getting done. You don't what's care generational to, trauma? Like what's generational trauma is something that it carries on. Like I don't like I just said earlier, like because of how I was raised, how this how this how I'm raised you. Yeah. And because now you're seeing how I'm raised you, you gonna raise you your child the same way. The same way. And nobody's coming to a solution on whether we was right or wrong, this and that. But I also feel like you can't control also where you was from. And your whole yeah. environment, and then like, and that comes that comes into take when people like you growing up and you trying to learn how to survive. It's like you have to you have to learn a person, you have to understand them, you have to know who they is grounded, mm -hmm. and then you figure out how they was raised and who they were surrounded by, who raised them, and who taught them. And then you go deeper and deeper mm -hmm. to each generation. It was the new as we somebody, said. Somebody got to be the one to be able to stop that though, the, the generational curse if it is one. Okay, so. Do you feel like there's a new set of traumas with this new Atlanta? A new, a new set of traumas? Yeah. Um, new Atlanta. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> what is that? Nothing. Yeah, I feel like, I, 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 well, listen to what I'm telling y'all. I feel like I call it the Grand Theft Auto era. <laughs> the GTA era. Cause we just got different. We grew up, we grew up, I mean, it's different. I mean, you got, like when I grew up, I had an older uncle I listened to. I had a I had a dad. You know what I'm saying? If any, if I got disrespectful with anybody in that neighborhood, they checked me. You mm -hmm. get what I'm saying? Now you say something to one of these little boys and they got more money than you, or you know what I'm saying? I feel like it's an issue. Yeah, it's an issue. But I feel like y'all don't want to hear this. But I feel like Chicago changed the world. Like when they gave T. Keith. That 15, he was 15 years old, they get that boy $1.5 million to talk about how to spin. We in a whole different culture, yeah. it's, just, it's just different. I wouldn't necessarily say like, there's a new set of traumas with the city. Like, city girl era. Okay. Starting a new set of traumas. Like, you know, like, conditioning maybe? Yeah, between maybe like the mom and daughter dynamic. Hmm. Um, I think the city girl era thing is just, <clears throat> it's on air. I think that's just been something that's just been brought back to the forefront. People been doing it. I mean, when you look at it, I mean, that ain't nothing new. It's just now being more publicized and more talked about and more awarded and more condoned. But I wouldn't necessarily feel like that's that's like a trauma in the house. I mean, Carisha didn't say, she a city girl herself and she didn't say that she went one little summer being a city girl. I mean, so I don't necessarily would say that that's really a trauma, but I do think that with <clears throat> so many things that are accessible on social media now, it does warp the young mind a little bit than, than it needs to, or even the adult mind. I be feeling like 
you know, some of these podcasts and some of these topics that these podcasts talk about, I think, and not all of them, just because it's a podcast don't mean it is right. Just because it's a podcast doesn't mean it is positive. So I think like a lot of the, the pods or a lot of the topics that we see and we hear people that have somewhat of the abnormal mindset and your mindset might be abnormal, but the moment you meet somebody that has the same wavelength as you, you think that y'all, you know, are are like, and it does just not, that doesn't necessarily make it, make it right, right or I make agree. it the norm. You know yeah. what I mean? You can yeah. still be on the outside looking in or be of the, of the minority versus the majority. So I wouldn't necessarily feel like there's a new trauma with the new Atlanta or anything like that. I think it's I mean, just with time and with social media growing like it's growing and the more things that are put on there, I mean. If somebody feel like they got some money, like you got people right now be like, man, I ain't got no OGs. You know what I'm saying? But like, I had an OG. Yeah. I had a mama, my dad, I had some uncles and I listened to all of them, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And we had morals and values yeah. and stuff like that. Like. You couldn't curse your grandmother out growing up. Now, you know what I'm saying? Now, you, you know what's crazy? As a kid, I used to literally be scared to curse. Like, yo, certain words, like, yo, when you're not cursing, right. you can't say that. Or even around my mom or certain elders, we ain't doing that. Like, Look yo, at the air we in now. Yeah, it's now cool it's to go crazy. get a little boy and have him around. You smoking a blunt with a chain on and with some money. He's yeah. smacking some. Like, man, that shit wasn't cool, yeah. man. We had to sneak and look at pornos. We had to sneak yeah. and, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I had to sneak and go get the magazine out of my uncle's bedroom and some yeah. shit like that. You know, I call it, like I told you, it's a Grand yeah. Theft Auto era, like yeah, so I would GTA. Say, yeah, I kind of think maybe, though. Maybe it is. Maybe it will create new traumas. I don't think, I can't, like, pinpoint what they'll actually be. But I think that the way people are moving, there's not going to be as many marriages. I feel mm. like it's glorified more single families. Mm. I think it's, like, you know, eliminating gender roles and gender roles and how women should treat men, how men should treat women. And I'm worried about- Men being about, in women business, women exactly, being in men business. I'm worried about how my niece is gonna grow up and yeah. what that is gonna look, look like, like dating her. wise. Yeah, mm -hmm. cause like, it's crazy out and here. And I mean, like, when you think about it, a lot of the older generation be like, I don't know how the hell y'all doing it. Yeah. Because- We don't even know how we do it. All y'all business. <laughs> you know, like back then, like, I remember having a conversation with my mom. My mom's like, if your daddy did anything, it would not, my, my, there, we didn't have the first instinct to go to social media and talk about it. Like, we're talking about it behind closed doors. Don't nobody in our friend group know about right, it for real. Right. If we're still having issues, maybe I'll go to a friend, but it's still like. It's between them. Yeah, it's not for everybody in yeah. your following to know yeah. what's well, going I on. I agree with a single mom. Uh, you know, uh, I was married before and, uh, you know, there's different things I would do different going forward in the next relationship. But I feel like anything that was past and we all, I think we all have some underneath unseen past trauma we maybe dealt with. Maybe one may not be as much as the other, yeah. but we all have, it, you know, but I, I would feel like it goes back to basically relationships, breaking, mm -hmm. getting better relationships. Like we're, the way we were raised shows up how we were, how we are in our relationships, marriages, relationships, all type of things. So now we got the work. Now there's attachment styles. There's different things. So we're breaking those things. We're listening more. We're, we're paying attention. Like, again, this goes back to social media being yeah. part of breaking some of that up. What I you think? I agree too. I the agree. most important part though. But do you feel like, obviously it can be, it can come to an end. But when? When is it gonna come to an end? When is the trauma gonna finally end? When can the trauma end? 
in the, in, a, in the grand scheme of things, we done seen our we done seen how our parents react to their parents, grandparents, and stuff like that. Whether it was um, how they was from poverty, things that you know, people in the hood like they they talk to each other differently. Like, yeah, they, it's like the conversations. They conversations are different. Like you know what I'm saying? Like and you grow up hearing that, and then you start having the same conversation when. You in school thinking that it's okay. And it's not. And it's not. Because like, that's street talk. That's yeah, different. Yeah. But you're not really unconditional. That's all you know. See? That's another that's thing. That's all you know. It's all about what you learning and unlearning it and learning it the right way. Yeah. Yeah, with that, I would say I feel like the influence and now that's a different with a, a, a trauma now. The influence is very much, the internet is a big influence on the world. Not even from kids. Yeah, these phones. Like how old, like the, the average kid now, what, what, how old a kid is when they get a phone now? I think a kid, an average kid probably like 10, no, yeah, 10, three or four playing with, yeah, they play with, oh yeah, to play with, yeah, to play you know with, but as far like, as the use, like, I'm damn near getting mad now, my daughter be on YouTube so much, YouTube be having, I'm I'm in the car the other day and a Sukiyana song was on there, like eating nigga ass, I'm like, hey man, switch, switch that goddamn phone. You know what I'm saying? And it's just and like, it's, it's, so it's right there for him. It's accessible yeah, it's so for him. We live in that era now, like where everything is accessible, like for a kid. Like if you buy, like most kids, most parents buy their kids tablets, buy them phones, and when they get them, mm -hmm. they can do anything with them. So mm -hmm. like coming up in our era, shit, niggas had beepers. Yeah. Nigga had the, but back then we didn't have all that though. That's what I'm saying. All you can do is just text. You can just text, yeah. call. Texting yeah. might be too play far. Snake. Maybe yeah. play snake. Snake yeah. them motherfuckers. Yeah. Even, um, the um, influencer parents who exploit their kids, I feel like I'm ready for their um, tell-all book and I'm yeah. ready for like them to come out exposing the their kids. families. Yes, yeah. as they get older, yeah. Yeah. they're going to be sick. I would be yeah. so, I, I cringe now. I used to kind of like it, like Ace Family and all this stuff. Oh, but when you think Ooh. of it, I was eating it up. But yeah. then when you think about it, yeah, them it's now. actually yeah. weird. Yeah. Like even when I like, my niece was born, I posted my niece so much, they thought that was my baby. Mm -hmm. And then like at one point, my following got to a certain point. I'm like, why am I posting a two-year-old so much for what yeah you know yeah. what i'm saying like why do you need to see that yeah and then it's like why was my thought and I oh, why is it your business to, right? and it, it is almost like even when you think about the jamie fox thing yeah people talking about people talking about jamie fox now like you know everybody was out here putting their condolences out for jamie fox and now this nigga out living life living lavish you see him out now he look well and niggas are like so he didn't want to tell us thank you for the condolences and the prayers that? you know what i mean it's almost like we're it. so in everybody's business that we feel like we're entitled old. to everybody's yeah. business. Yeah. Was, there was something where they'd be like, um, you be getting emotionally tied to like people that you never Don't knew, know. which is so weird to me. But people do that. Yes, yeah, really weird. People be doing that. And I mean, when you think about it too, like even some of like the YouTubers that get some of these people through their hardest times. Which is where, true. Which yeah. is good. Yeah, That's in good. a good it aspect. Good. But, yeah. those, some, but those people too, like, my best friend is a YouTuber and she has to be damn near careful of what the fuck she posts because like even leaving out of her house, she has to blur her yes, background because yes. she don't want nobody to know, yes. you know, where she live at or gathering what city she in or, you know, people nah, get weird with people shit People get like very this, weird so. and upset, so yeah. 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 Especially, like you said, as it relates to relationships, like what you saw when you grow up, how you were treated, how you mm -hmm. were raised, like that impressions on you and that's how you move when you become an adult yeah. and you start dealing with, you know what I'm saying? Dating. That's so, like, right. I feel like that plays a big part in it. Like, and that's one reason. Like, I talk to a lot of people, and like, like my household wasn't perfect, but like I, I grew up in a two-parent household. Yes. So like, it'd be a lot of stuff. Like, I see when it oh, comes yeah. to generational trauma, like mm -hmm. I couldn't relate to. But 
I see how like my parents were raised and the mm-hmm. difference in their background and that's why I truly believe like generational traumas are like meant to be are, like like you get where you get where you can go based yeah. off of like the generation ahead of you because like I had a two-parent household my parents did well but mm-hmm. like I feel like I was able to reach a different plateau because oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I saw stuff they dealt with individually and together uh like like yeah a lot of stuff like the highs and the lows but like i feel like through the midst of that like i look at like stuff that they didn't get to do and then everything that i was exposed to and where i am now in life it's like wow like okay i get like certain certain stigmas or things that aren't going on anymore like i get that because of like things they did now i'm able to like excel I mean, I'm the first one in my family, well, intermediate family, to graduate with my master's degree. And my mom, she, the further she went was getting um, an associate's degree. But my dad never got a degree, so I was the first one in my intermediate to go for higher education. I broke a lot of, like, things. I'm the one who started our first family reunion. This goes back to what I was saying (laughs) at the beginning. You know, we gotta have our family reunions. We gotta, we gotta get that back yeah. on. You know, we can't use COVID as the thing no more. People trying to be around. We gotta get us back to some type of. Yeah, y'all pay for some of y'all folks to get you know family reunions. You know, Pookie and them on real That's right. Exactly yeah. right. Knowing that, no, I think yeah, knowing it and knowing it's is is not right and being okay with the change though. See, I think that be okay with that change, though. You gotta get out of that environment. Though. You have to. That's that's where growth comes in, and yeah, you finally right. learning yourself and knowing what you accept and then knowing what you're not gonna accept. So whatever you're not gonna accept, you're not gonna intake that into your children from mm-hmm. what your mama did or what her mama did. Mm-hmm. So it's all, it's all it's a learning game. This all is a learning game. This life game it's it's a journey and it never stops ending. You learn things every single day of what's right and what's wrong and what you're not allowing. And what you is allowing. And added to that, what I, what I felt added to that, general, why I feel like, because nowadays, honestly, you see more black men or men in general being more of fathers, like they in their kids' life more than it was when we grew up. But a part of that back then was this phone, like, yo, me growing up without my dad, honestly, like it was out of sight, out of mind. So when he out doing whatever, but if I called my dad, if he could FaceTime me back then and be like, you know what? This little nigga looked just like that. Where you at? I miss you, Dad. He like, you know what? I'm going home. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm gonna go see him. Myself. I'm about to go see or do something. It's like, yo, when it's out, it's like, so it's okay. A different, it's a yeah, different it's like, yo. There. So it's a certain uh, a way that it did help, but it's like it's still, you know, that come with that shit. Right. It's like it's, it's good if it's if it's used or abused, it could be bad for you. I just you know feel like I feel like now, but like you said, the curse, the, the curse is there. I feel like we exposed it too much. I feel like they get to see too much, like. You know every day, like every day. Okay, so let's take it back. You mentioned something about therapy. Yeah, is therapy necessary to Ooh. help break these generational traumas? Yes, yes. We gonna do this because, like I said, like the the average parent that has to work and that's a single parent household because most of them are what they spend. Your kid get up in the morning, he leave at seven. He go from he go from school from seven to three three, three. four o'clock. Then he going to an after school program where he's doing football. Or... Yeah. or even if he don't, if he come home, he go outside for a little bit. If they outside kids, there's mm-hmm. always have. Your mom probably, your parent probably spent two hours with you out of the day. So in between that gap of them 12 or 13 hours. Yeah. 
He be with his homeboys. Yeah. He with somebody that's trying to figure it out. That's what they and they and they say like, yo, them sayings be so crazy. Like, yo, if you hang around this one, like nine millionaires, you'll be the tenth ones. Like, right. yo, if you outside and your friends you, and you be wondering, like, yo, I know how I raise my kid at home. We do this, but. Yo, at home, you want to be like, okay, like I said, we were scared to curve you around with your parents. You right. this this kid, you want to be, I got love and respect my I never did. But when you outside and you're with your guys and your friends or whomever, no, you got still you're doing what you're doing. Yeah, you, you know what I'm saying? You can't out. look like no son. You can't look like this and that. You're trying to stand on that to be who you are, so finding your yourself. Boy, right, so if your homeboy said, look, man, we about to go over here and we about to man, do we, this. This is our first time and we're going to steal this car. Oh, man, I don't want to do it. Nigga, you're gonna be like, nigga, I'm like, oh man, nigga, you get exiled. Yeah, yeah. Like, now you the outsider. On. You in the neighborhood, you can't you know go in place. So you like, I gotta do it. Right. And you know you was ready. You get right. everything. You could be around. And it be the kids who get everything. Your mama do everything for you to try right. to make sure you okay. But you want some like, I just have to fit in with my peers. Right. I gotta chill. I gotta do this. I gotta be around. So like, yo, y'all wanna do that? Ah, right, yeah, let's go do it. Versus be like, yo, now. Therapy helps. I won't say it's necessary. Um, I think some people can come to their own self-awareness. Uh, yeah, I think therapy can be a useful tool though, but I don't think it's like, I don't think it's like required to break a generational trauma. I right. feel like in the end, like being exposed to something different, but ultimately like you doing what you want to do is always going to lead to whatever actions you go forth in life. Sometimes mm -hmm. you might need that push or be exposed to something else, but I feel like therapy can be a useful tool, especially when you're trying to figure things out and navigate right. stuff, and especially in relationships. Oh, yeah. One thing I'll tell you is, you wanna, you wanna express your emotions and stuff, but fellas, sometimes when you're mad at her, before you cuss her out, call that therapist and tell them why you're mad. Yeah. And sometimes what you realize is like, just because you said that shit out loud to him, you don't even care no more. Exactly. <laughs> like, oh shit, I'm glad I told it to you. It really ain't that big a deal. Yeah. All right, what's the copay? Like, you straight? But yeah, it can be a useful tool, but I don't think it's necessary, but it could definitely be a useful tool. Like, so I was gonna say like, so talking about generational curses or traumas mm -hmm. and Atlanta culture, like what's the connection between the two? Mm. I mean, you kind of already started on it. Yeah, that. like, um, I would say, with the trauma, the influence, like, yo, the, the connect, because now with Atlanta, say, if you from Atlanta, see, one thing about it, like, yo, we, see, we, we from upstate, Rochester, New York, you feel me? So, and I was raised out here in the South, but one thing about the city of Atlanta, if you outside enough and you go around, stardom. You ain't even got to go outside. Yeah, you, you go, go to, high to the zone. grocery store, like, the high, you see celebrities, it's an everyday thing. Man, right. You know what I'm saying? So, as you seeing this, it's accessible. If right. you seeing this in your everyday life, you know, like, Oh, I could have this versus if it's the neighborhood drug dealer, if it's a basketball mm. player, if it's a, a model. It's what you see in these people every day. Mm -hmm. You really just got to pick and choose which lane you want to go. Right. And it's like with it being in your face, you know, like, oh, I could do that. And then don't let it be all oh, these people from your neighborhood or we got family members. These people really around. They had the barbecues. I just seen, bro. Right. I just was kicking it. Oh, this. Right. Oh, baby, y'all got baby's fucked got up the grocery store with us. Little, ba little, ba <laughs> little baby, little baby, is a perfect example. Yeah, little baby got the grocery Cause store. Cause little baby is a nigga who really like from his environment and probably and, and um much success to him and he did mm. it. He came, but he was literally outside like right. and was one of them. And now every child who come from that who's around it and he still go back to his neighborhood. They see that like, oh y'all got me fucked. I'm not working no job. I'm not like wham. I could do that. Like wham is the one. the one. Even though he paid him to show different ways, but right. it's like all right, I will rap then. 
I'm a rap. Right. But then when I rap, I gotta stand on my rap shit, cause like Wham always been a silent. Let me thing. ask you a question. So where, cause like we had this conversation the other day. Like where is the where is rapper rap for like the totem pole? Like, is that like the last, like that's like the end of like man like, you know what nigga I can't get no job nothing. I'm about to rap. Is nah, that how rap it's is? Like, it could be both. It could be it could cause. What for one, it start off with you, Atlanta got plenty of rappers. Right. And it's like rappers who ain't just mainstream. It's like Atlanta, you could be hood rich or a, a star within your city. Right, so it's right, like, right. That's what Atlanta, that's why Atlanta's so dope. Yeah, some niggas live dope. with like, oh, if I could come and get some money, provide for my hood, do whatever. Like, I'm cool. I ain't got to be mm-hmm. mainstream. I got to be that superstar. I could do this and still be able to move. Atlanta's a big city. You could right. still enjoy and do certain things and enjoy life here within for people who don't really right. know what else is out here. My blueprint is the God, yeah. you know? So therapy, talking it out, even if it's not with a therapist, I do feel like talking it out with somebody. I do believe when people sweep stuff under the rug, you can only sweep so much under. And somehow it's like it's like a it's like a pot that's blowing. You put a top lid on it. Eventually it's going to spill over. It's going to blow off the top. So that's going to show up in a relationship, personal work, self-development. Oh, trust me. I've seen them yeah. a couple times through dating. Okay. So just yeah. like you know, but I will say that I do feel that no, it's not the end all be all, but I definitely feel like if you're open to it, go get it. Yeah. Because I feel like that is not, I think it's just an investment for you. And not even just so much for a relationship, but for you, because it starts with you. That's where the personal development. I mean, I do it all the time. And you know, and I'm, you know, that's, that's part of who I am because. That's bringing a better value to myself, and I can be a better value to you, my friends, my family, and my my relationship. You yeah. know, so yes, I think it's necessary it to is. a degree. It's all about to stop it. I think it's all about communicating. Um, how we was raised and what we go through a lot of times kind of dictate how well we communicate or if we do that at all. But I think um, for younger people, I would say don't hold a blind eye when it comes to that life. Obviously, I feel like you're going to really understand that as you get older, but for the younger people, if you can kind of understand that a little bit younger, I think it will service you deeply, honestly, because being able to um, be mature enough to have a whole conversation to understand and ask what's wrong. And it's up, it's really up to parents, too. Like, yeah. it's really more of a parent's job than a child, but somebody got to be able to start it off in some type of way. But communication is key when it comes to generational trauma, when it comes to breaking it. Yeah. How has living in Atlanta helped shape generational uh, traumas in person? And how has living here been able to like break? Ooh! I'll let you go first. That's a great. That's a great question. I love that question. Thanks for unpacking that. I'm from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Um, I'm an interior decorator, and. Never in my life, I've always loved design, but I've never in my yeah. life thought that I'd be doing that, right? Maybe a little plug, but you know. So, yeah. <laughs> but, I, but I just said, uh, but I can tell you, I didn't move here for the moving to Atlanta thing. Mm-hmm. I had, I didn't come here thinking that, oh, everything's gonna be handed to you because you're in Atlanta. I came for just new change. HGTV is what actually inspired me, but anyway. Um, but I can tell you, it's changed a lot and I broke a lot of generational curses, uh, different things. I started my interior design small business. And on top of that, I was scared moving here. And 
I did it scared. I'm still doing it, but through God's grace, it's just been good. And I feel like when you're when you're feel like you're by yourself when you move somewhere, um, you start doing things you never you didn't. There's things that come out of you that you didn't even know that was in you. You start networking more. You start you're you're navigating life a little different. So to me personally. I broke a lot of things, and I mean, I won't go into every little single thing time-wise, but I will say that for the culture here, the networking, the friendships, like you guys, this is wonderful, you know? Thank you for the opportunity, okay? So, and um, but I will say, to me, Atlanta is a special place. Mm -hmm. I really do, and I'm not just saying that, but it's really a special place. If you come here with a good mindset and willing to work and do your thing, I promise you it can work out. You just can't be expecting things to just get handed to you. But go out there and good work. But it's broke a lot of things for me and I love it. Yep. So I think that was a great question. Hopefully I answered that right. <laughs> you gotta find common grounds within yourself too. That's another thing, like that's where it starts. It starts within yourself in order if if you can even handle having a conversation with somebody on how you feel. Yeah. Because if we have a generational trauma, this is something that your parents have did to you or what their parents had did to them. Mm -hmm. So if you can get to the root of the situation on where does this come from and find common grounds, yeah, they have to be willing to communicate. I must say, communication is definitely key. And I finally learned to use my voice and it made me, it brought me out of a lot of rooms yeah. that I was closed in by myself, so. Ain't nothing yeah. wrong with that though. It, yeah. yeah, it helps, that's it helps. If you use your voice, a lot of people was afraid to use their voice. But for those that's afraid, I don't know, they need it. Sometimes people need an outlet. Like they don't have nobody to talk to. You be wondering why people be suffering because they traumatized or some shit that their parents did. So you gotta communicate with them. Write it down, write your thoughts down, express yourself the best way that you possibly can. People, people doing the music now. Yeah. And they talk about it. I feel like we we can break them. You know what I'm saying? That's the, that's what the new day age of I call it. Um, this is 23 years to Jordan year. We can break a lot of them. Like even with parents, like forcing your kids to go to college, they might not want to go to college, man. Find them a trait. Find them find something that they really love doing. You know what I'm saying? Um, um, one of my things is gonna be with the fathers. Um, make sure you and your kids like even mothers. Um, one of my things, I'm gonna promote um, probably getting married early. You know mm. what I'm saying? Promote getting married that. early. Yeah, you know. Like what? What you mean getting married? Like, you know, people wait, people wait till they get 40 and shit like that, man. I, What's I, early I, though, gang? Early, probably like 25. Get married 25? Yeah, because I, 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 I ain't gonna lie. I'm, I just listen to what I'm saying now. Yeah, I might take it wrong. But I bet if you get a significant other, y'all become a partner and y'all become a team shit at 25. Y'all bet y'all could build some dope ass shit together. I'm just learning that now. Like when you get with somebody that you can build some shit with, just think about it. we waited till we 40. Maybe what if we did that shit when we was 25? Like started a family and y'all building business and shit together. Look where you will be at. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. But like I said, I ain't gonna say that because I mean I'm saying that, but it's no right time for nobody. Everybody else's life is gonna be different. You get what I'm saying? So that's another generation curse we need to break. Like, don't try to live your life through nobody else's life. Your life, your life paths and goals and everything is gonna be different. That's why I say like, so college might not be for your kids. They might, they might wanna do something else. You know what I'm saying? Don't let them, don't let them go waste two years of college money and then they be in debt and you can do something else. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So that would be some of my tips, I would just say. Okay. In conclusion, generational traumas are real. As we can see, I guess, I mean, us coming on this topic, I didn't think we thought about yeah, it. We I really didn't really know, but as you it, think yeah. about it, there really are a lot of generational traumas that are passed down, not purposely, 
but unknowingly um, doing things that you just didn't know would be such a big issue as you get older. As a child. I mean, I think everybody, when you go through traumas, you don't realize how those things can become a problem when you become an adult. Yeah, and I don't even know if you realize sometimes how it snowballs. Like, I don't even know if yeah. you realize you're passing it on. Like, sometimes yep. you think you're better and you're actually just as bad. Yep. So, yeah, I think they're very real, very prominent. I do think that, you know, it's in Atlanta, too. We got a new set of traumas coming out. We don't know what that is. Yeah. But <laughs> holla at us in, like, five years, five, ten years. We'll be able to talk about something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, mm -hmm. yeah, just stay dangerous, y'all. Like, <laughs> that's all I can tell you. I don't know. Oh, okay. A lot of people that I meet aren't from here um mm -hmm. great for them like <laughs> coming great here yeah coming here seeing the black culture <laughs> black excellence yeah. like yes the city being run and officiated by black people despite whatever you may think like it's thriving you right. know what i'm saying yeah. like they get to see us on a platform that they've never seen before and from people that have come from here my whole life being from here and seeing people that migrated during Katrina, yeah, uh, coming back after college, meeting people that have moved here, like it's been an eye-opening experience, especially for melanated people. Like, yes, yes, they get to come here and see things, and not only is it a city where you can come and see something different. Like I said, it's also opportunity here. Right. As a black person, you can come here and make top dollar. Right. Like. Oh yeah. yeah like yeah. so yeah, being I someone that's from here, uh, if you're born and raised from here. This would be my advice. Okay. Uh, this Listening. is what I did. This is what somebody gave me. Once you are born and raised from here and you're of the city, get the fuck away from it. Somehow, some way. Like, I feel like being born and raised in Atlanta and my upbringing was a little bit unique. Like, uh, my dad moved a lot of places. I was up under him a lot. I got to see a lot of. I got to see a lot of business interactions and transactions yeah, yeah. as a kid. He was an accountant. He worked very high up in the university level. So like leaving Atlanta showed me Where did how you go? Mississippi. Oh, okay. But not just Mississippi. Like I've been in North Carolina. Okay. Like just leaving the city mm -hmm. and living other places. Like it shows you how I feel like somebody from Atlanta could go anywhere and adapt. Oh, and not only adapt like be make successful yeah, yeah because it. like you have that pace especially like some of these young kids is getting back to that but like you missed it that era after ray lewis and club started yeah. closing at three but like i came up when you could stay out till 6 a.m so getting used to that pace the speed of the city then going somewhere else where it may not be as fast or even okay, if i went yeah. to new york where i visit california it's like Leaving Atlanta, you understand how everything else adapts, but you still have that Southern charm that draws people to you. <laughs> it allows now. you to control a lot of situations. You're more charismatic than most people in other areas. Like, it's a special breed if you're born and raised. The yeah. issue I see is like, I leave and I come back and a lot of people I grew up with in the city and stuff, they never left and you get caught up into like, mm -hmm. I'm one of them, but like. What, might, what brought you back? I mean, like, what brought you back? My wife brought me back because she was from Mississippi. So, like, Atlanta was a destination for her. For her. And okay. I never mind coming back to okay. the crib. Okay. Okay. I mean, okay. I ain't that guy, but, like, yeah. I'm pretty. Well, you know what? It, it's always, too, too. It's always different. Like, I'm not from here. I'm yeah. from way up north. So, it's always going to be a little different when you're not from mm -hmm. that place, right? So, you're going to have a totally different light of it. Like, 
you know, and some people like, why, you know, why you want to move here? And I mean, but that looks different to you because you've been here all, you know what I mean? So to me, and to me, I've been here over eight years and it still feels like, it still feels like a vacation. It does. I mean, like I live so far out the city though. So when I come in, it feels like that's where I get my entertainment, do all my shopping, whatever. And it's nice to come home. So I don't really, I don't have to experience all that traffic Atlanta life but just to say all that I believe that to tie all that in with the culture and breaking curses I think it was I think it's good for anybody who's from different walks of life to move here and learn how to put your put your yeah. feet in place to network and connect and go from there I, I could kind of piggyback off some of that I would say in conclusion to um, general cur- generational curses I would say um Definitely nipping the bud, but the bottom line of it all, I would say, is to live your life and your truth. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Regardless of what you, how you was raised or what you was taught, find yourself and live for that. Like, find your purpose and live in your truth and your purpose to do what you need to do because that's what's going to... Because once you do what you're here to do and, what, right. and, and, you, and you're sent for, it's like you could end a lot and you will open the door for other people to think on their own so they won't continue them generational curses and things, right. you know what I'm saying? And then as right. far as with Atlanta culture, with the influence, just have like, a mind like, of your like, own. I like the Atlanta culture. I ain't yeah. gonna take nothing yeah. away from you. Have a mind of your own mm-hmm. to where you can be influenced because take influence to build your momentum up to, but have still an have idea, your own, uh, your own identity. So it's like, yeah, you could be influenced because that comes every day. You could be influenced in every, in any type of way, but still have a mind of your own to make your own decisions on what you want to do. You know what right. I'm saying? Because it's a lot of influences out here, no matter what it is. This Atlanta, Georgia, like everything going on, especially when you're in an age of the nightlife and you start experiencing Atlanta lifestyle, right. it get real wicked. So Definitely do, definitely do. So identity, finding, living, finding yourself, um, paving your own way, mm-hmm. and, um, Believe in yourself, man. That's, that's that's what I'm on. I'm a firm believer of that. You know what I'm saying? I feel like anything possible. Like I said, find yourself. somebody to talk to, man. Because uh-huh. like I said, man, we all don't got to figure it out, man. It's on, nah, you know hell no. Nah. It ain't no. It ain't no. That's ain't no, no, blueprint. no blueprint. Nobody got to figure it out. Nobody. Mm-hmm. And just stay consistent. You might find man. something that worked, but it ain't ain't nobody figured it out. Right. All right, bet. Good, y'all. Okay. Thank y'all so much. Appreciate Thank y'all. Yeah, y'all fire. I'm Trey from the six. You know, listen, you wanna know the story, got down, go listen to my shit. That's really it. Welcome to the world of Lennox. Be retarded flow, so I been through more shit than a toilet bowl And these bitches ain't shit, they just come and go Reminiscing long nights in the same clothes You ain't never got that call that your man gone All the stories they selling, can you stand on? Outside late night till it's all gone I was certified G, but I wasn't on the phone All them niggas around me, they really with me All them bitches you chasing, they really silly Beat on track it, that glizzy is never missing If I'm going, you know that it's coming with me Have you ever lived that life? Have you ever earned some stripes? Have you almost lost your life? 
Biggest gamble was rolling dice That shit ain't even worth it, I know it now Had that see my life flash just to find that out Just to hurt and I wish I could help her out Growing up, biggest goal was to make it out Carry pistols, just trying to be safer now Got a daughter, I'm trying to be greater now I ain't from Memphis, but I chose a paper route Chase with Drake, but that nigga couldn't take me out Only know where that pussy ain't pulled it out That nigga, I'm still living Yeah, these diamonds still here Yeah, she was out in that field with me Yeah, we pulling some real mission Y'all niggas slicker than new edition Ayy, that first one ain't hit it, took some repetition Got this shit took and now you lookin' pissy Can't you complain, you gotta go and get it Been crossed out, I'm tired of being friendly Swear that there's so many niggas and they see me Want all the blues like a nigga creepy Walk down on a nigga straight solo That what they call your butt, Triadolo Leave a nigga shirt like, where's Waldo? Big bro, straight off in the Silverado Took all the 2050s and it honcho We gone Shout out to my boy G, that's what we drinking on, G the Rita. Make sure y'all get y'all some G the Rita, man. Hit my boy up. For real.